Hey there, you're listening to the Love More Live Less podcast, and it is Friday. I'm super excited. Um, One thing I do want to say is I live in a brand new subdivision, so there's neighbors' houses getting built right next door to us. And it's almost like I have nowhere to hide. Even in the closet, uh, when I sit, I can still hear it through the headphones that I wear to record. So you might hear banging and crazy noises. It's just the neighbor's houses being built outside. Hopefully it'll quiet down soon. I think that is the last house on the cul-de-sac that we live in and everything should be a little quieter. Uh, Today, I just have, I'm just super happy to be recording. I am super happy to have the weekend, looking ahead to the weekend and just being with my family. And I'm super sore. I started a new workout and I am sore in places I didn't even know I could be sore. I could barely walk the other day. I could barely bend to get my five-year-old like dressed and help her. And she even offered to dress me. So that was super nice. <laughs> but this morning, I woke up early. That's I think that's the second day in a row that I woke up early. When I say early, it's about 5 a.m. Um, to get some stuff done because sometimes I feel like I don't have enough time. But really, when I took time to do a time audit on myself and realizing that a lot of my time was going to social media, um, television, or just like just random things or, you know, or things that I can control instead of sleeping in, I could wake up. Now, will I ever be one of those people that wakes up at 5 a.m. to exercise? Probably never. That's not my time. I'm more motivated to exercise later on in the day or mid-morning. So I've been pushing it towards the end of the day because that's what works for me right now. But I will never be one of those people and God bless you if you are. So today when I woke up, I started writing. I've been trying to keep track of just like a dream journal to kind of remember um, the dreams that I'm having. I couldn't really remember this morning. But then I also just started writing this um, thing. And what I called it was life lessons I wish I learned earlier. Um, And I just thought, God, I really want to share this with my kids, especially the ones that I have in middle school right now, because this would have changed my perspective, I think, if somebody would have shared something like this um, with me. So I just wrote down these ideas of the lessons that I I wish I had learned, and I'm kind of going to flesh them out on the podcast today just for you. So the first thing I wrote was, you don't have to compete with anyone. Did you hear that? You don't have to compete with anyone. That, after I realized that as an adult, it was freeing because I grew up as the oldest of five girls. I was the smart one. I was the one that got good grades. And I felt like I always had to be the smart one. And I always had to get good grades because that was part of my identity. Um, And that's how I stood apart from my sisters and from everyone else. And that can cause, you know, the competition. Of course, your kids compete for your attention, you know, when, when they're young. And, oh, he can hear my dog breathing in the background. And, um, so having that realization that you don't have to compete with anyone, 
kind of just set me free and just made me realize that I'm already good enough, just exactly the way I am. I can keep on going and I don't have to compete or compare because when you're competing, you're comparing, right? Just like in a competition, a game, you're comparing the score. So it's not a, life is not a competition. We're all going to go to the same place when we die, right? We're all going to the same place. We just have different ways of getting there. So there's no scorecard. No one's going to be better than anyone else. And knowing that is really helpful right now. Um, let go of FOMO, the fear of missing out. Oh my gosh, I used to have FOMO all of the time. And I would be jealous, like looking on social media and seeing what my friends were doing or events that I couldn't go to or I wasn't invited to. And I just thought I was missing out so much. And then I realized that everything that is supposed to be for me will come to me no matter what. So I don't have to fear missing out on anything. And I totally wish I would have known that as a kid because when you're a kid, at least my childhood, I was so dependent on um, on my family. I mean, of course, when you're a kid, but like I, I didn't have a lot of new things. We didn't have a lot of money. Um, so I was always feeling like I was missing out of, you know, everything. And now I definitely do not feel like that anymore. Here's another thing I wish I would have learned earlier. What other people think about you is none of your business. I know I've talked about this before and how I am a recovering people pleaser and I want everyone to like me and I now I don't care. Like honestly, I can say like, yeah, I like people. I want people to be happy. I want to love people. But if somebody doesn't like me, that has nothing to do with me. And that has something to do with them, right? There's an issue there. They don't like me. Okay. And what they think about me can't stifle my personal growth as a person. But if you let it, it can right? So I just made it, I've just been pushing that stuff out of my head, like not caring about what other people think about what I'm doing, how I'm running my blog, my business, my podcast, my day job, my family. I don't care anybody else's opinions because they don't matter, right? Like if somebody thinks I'm a bad mom, okay, it's not going to offend me. You parent the way you parent and I'm going to parent the way I parent. And that's it. So just let go of thinking about what other people think about you because it's it's absolutely none of your business. <sighs> okay. Another thing is your voice matters. Your voice matters all the time. And I just think that I learned how to shut up. You know, it, we lived in a very quiet household. Um, I don't think I don't think that I was allowed to say what was on my mind, and I learned to just kind of, you know, just shut up and and nod and say yes. And that's <laughs> my dog again. And growing, I mean, that kind of stings right now thinking about it. 
that my voice was stifled as a child and as a teen and as a young adult that I didn't know how to speak up for myself until really until my 30s. And, and I'm 32 right now, so it hasn't been very long, guys. But um, don't do that to your kids. Make sure that you listen to them. Don't be quick to yell. That's something I'm working on too. But because when you yell at them, they're just going to, you know, my kids just stop. And you can see it in their face. And I don't want to do that to them. I want them to know that their voice matters. Their opinions matter. What they think matters. And they're brilliant and fun and exciting. And so am I. Even right now, my voice matters. Your voice matters. Our kids' voice voices matter. All right. The next one is, you can be genuinely happy and excited for the success of others. It has nothing to do with your lack of anything. And I remember um, in my mid-20s, I was in nursing school, and I just had a really good friend. And she was very close to her sisters, like I am to mine. And when we would talk, and we would talk about the success of someone else, my sister and I, we're just so excited. I don't even remember what the conversation was about, but we were so excited for the success um, of a mutual friend. And she, my my friend from school, her name was Amber, and uh, we went to nursing school together. She looked at me and she just kind of said, "Like you guys are different." Like you know, she kind of said, "Like a lot of people aren't like that." You know, like you're actually happy for other people. And I didn't think of I didn't think of it. Um, I didn't think of myself as different. I like to believe. I like to be optimistic. I like to believe the good in people. So it really didn't hit me until I got older about how many people that you meet that all they can say when somebody is doing something good or happy or successful is why they can't do it, or you know, criticize that person and try to tear them down. And I think ultimately it has a little bit to do with jealousy um, and maybe a feeling of in, in, uh, being inferior. Like you, you think like, oh, well, she's so successful. She's got all of this and I don't. So let me, let me tear her down so I can make myself feel better. And there's no reason to do that. And that is definitely something that I want to teach my girls that it is a blessing to be able to feel genuinely happy for someone else. All right. Another one I have is it's okay to question rules. Don't follow others blindly. And I say this um, about everything, like not being in a disrespectful way, because I can just think about kids, you know, my kids when I share this with them to just be like, well, why this and why that? And, you know, questioning everything. I mean, there's some good good rules that we have in society that are in place. Like, you know, don't drink and drive, don't steal, things like that. Um, but I just want my kids to know that it's okay to question question rules, ask those questions, and definitely okay not to follow follow others blindly, which goes into my next one, fact check yourself. <laughs> That's how I wrote it in mine. Don't spread rumors or fake news. I think this is my number one pet peeve, especially with all of the fake news out there, is 
um, when you spread news or stories or whatever, and you do not fact check them, there is not AIDS in Pepsi. One of my sisters sent that out in an um, our sister's chat, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, please fact check yourself. You sound not educated, <laughs> you know, like, so fact check yourself. I don't care if it's your teacher or your brother or your super smart sister or your husband. Fact check whatever they're telling you if it just doesn't seem right. Now, I'm not saying you have to be that annoying person like, oh, let me check my phone. But I'm just saying, again, don't follow others blindly. Research. Educate yourself. And the last thing that I want, that I wish I would have learned earlier and that I plan to teach my children is your thoughts and feelings shape your world. I have so many examples of how this has manifested into our lives, and I've shared a few on the podcast. Um, you know, just one example is when I was trying to teach my kids about the, um, you know, thoughts become things. And if you want something, you can bring it into your life. And I truly 100% believe that. And, you know, I told my son that and he was like, okay, mom, when I got home, I'm at where I'm walking home from school and I'm thinking, I'm going to find $5. I'm going to find $5, you know, and he walks home from school and he didn't find $5. And so I say, okay, well, time to take the dog for a walk. And he comes back and he has just this huge smile on his face. And he tells me right before Chico was going to um, poop, I moved him off the grass and there was a $5 bill at the park. And I was like, see, you did this. You asked for it. You thought about it and it came into your world. Like how random is that? You know, that that's what he that's what he got off of me telling him, you know, thought your thoughts and feelings shape your world. So he's like, I want five dollars. And then he, you know, thought about all the way home, didn't get it, and then probably kept thinking about it and then came home after walking the dog and had a five dollar bill in his hand. That was truly magical and I loved seeing the expression on his face. He's more of my um he's definitely a fact checker. And he's more practical, kind of like it takes him more, I don't know. He just, just doesn't believe that things can be magical where I know that things can be magical and the girls and me can make up magical stories and have fun with um, practicing our vision boards and, you know, things that we want to do. Me and me and my girls can do that together. And it takes a lot more coaxing for him. So that was amazing um, to see that earlier this year, to see that he was able to manifest his $5. So I just want to teach him that, you know, what he thinks and what he feels shapes everything around him. And that is so important to know. So I shared a little piece of my journal for today's podcast. I'm pretty sure I'm going to flesh this out into a blog post. I really hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy your weekend. And I will be back on Monday for more.